Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous Friday morning. It is a frigid Friday, and so uh, be sure where you've yet been out yet, you better make sure you let your cars warm up and uh, dress appropriately. We've had it uh, pretty easy uh, for the last few weeks of uh, pretty mild and warm weather, which I wish would stay. <laughs> but the way they're talking, we're going to have a really nasty cold snap here in the next few days, and uh, dread that with a passion, and uh, I was hoping this mild weather would stay through spring and summer, it'd been nice, but I uh, don't think we're gonna allow that to happen. And uh, so uh, be sure you dress appropriately. It's it's cold, 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 colder than my mother-in-law's heart. <laughs> of course, I'm just kidding. My, I got this very sweet, kind, and loving mother-in-law. I just like to tease and give her a hard time because I know she watches these devotions and we like to you know, tease and aggravate everybody, but uh, each other rather. But uh, but anyway, uh, hope everybody's having a good day today, and I'm sure you're glad it's Friday uh, for some people. A lot of people still have to work uh, the weekend, so uh, it has little to no significance uh, whether it's Friday or not uh, for, for those out there. But anyway, I uh, just wanted to uh, kick off our devotion this morning, uh, and uh, hopefully this will find you well. Uh, so uh, let's go ahead and, and look uh, into God's Word. If you have your Bibles, please use those Bibles. I cannot emphasize that enough. Like I said, I have no problems with electronic devices, obviously, or I wouldn't be on one right now. And uh, in fact, I use my iPad to, to um, do my daily Bible reading. And uh, so I have no qualms with that whatsoever. However, uh, it is imperative that you use those physical Bibles because every night before I go to bed, I make sure I get that physical Bible and I do some reading before I go to bed. And again, not to sound like super Christian, I do it because I need it. That's the last thing I want to have before I go to sleep. And uh, I need God's Word to help me and guide me because I can go off the rails real easy if I'm not careful. And um, so be sure to highlight these so you can have something to reflect on, read on uh, later down the road. Or uh, And uh, so when trouble hits, you, you've got these and you make some notes and, and remember what uh, what we were talking about. So we're looking at Hebrews 11, 6, and it says, But without faith it is impossible to please him, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So let's go ahead and let me get me get me back up here. And uh, so uh, as my old daddy always says, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. So, uh, you know, Something that uh, popped up on my news feed yesterday is it has bothered me uh, to no end, and uh, it, 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 in fact, my wife it bothered her too. And this person is on my friends list, and I'm not trying to single them out by no stretch of the imagination. In fact, I hope they're watching, but uh, because I want to minister, and that's see I, what I do, uh, whether I'm behind the pulpit. Uh, doing podcasts, which I've got to just get back to doing again. I've just time gets away from me. But anyway, uh, these devotions, I take what I do seriously uh, because I'm dealing with the eternal. Okay, uh, I am a doctor of ministry, doctor of medicine, deals with the physical, and I deal with the eternal. And in fact, someone asked me a while back, so "What do you do for a living?" I said, "You could say I'm a type of heart doctor." Oh, really? <laughs> And so I said, well, let me clarify, I'm a doctor of ministry uh, because I deal with the affairs of the heart, hoping to direct people to Christ so that they can live eternally with him. And uh, but the post last night read, uh, said that um, uh, wish children would quit telling my daughter that uh, she's going to go to hell because she doesn't believe in God. And. That alone bothered me, but the comments following, that's what really 
really bothered me. One person wrote, said, uh, yeah, you could put uh, God right up there with Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny, and uh, it's just a, as much a fantasy as they are. Uh, different comments like that. Uh, just as God's word says, proclaiming to be wise, they are fools. And the fool says in the heart, there is no God. And it's just comment after comment after comment after comment, just bashing and making fun of those who believe in Christianity, those who believe in God. And that bothered me. You know, in fact, I had to really, I could feel my blood pressure rising. And it was all I could do to keep from commenting. And, and my wife said, well, maybe I should say something. I said, no, there, there's literally no point. That's her page. That's what she wrote. I'm going into the hornet's nest, and even though I'm on the side, uh, you know, of right and trying to uh, have a defense, they're not attacking me. They're talking to her, and uh, it just—it's not going to solve anything. It's not going to change anything because uh, anger and arguments, and it's, it's, you know, it's all we can do is pray for these individuals. But how these people mocked God, mocked our faith, was uh, unbelievable. And uh, it just amazes me that uh, uh, anyone would want to raise their kids in a home that uh, doesn't believe in God. All right, well, we live in a free society. You can believe however you want to. We do not have a theocracy. You can. That's one great thing about our country. We have religious freedom to believe or not to believe any way that you want to. But as a pastor, as a Christian, uh, we it should hurt you because we don't want to see anybody spend an eternity in hell. And uh, to me, it's a very a large indicator that we are living in the last days and the fact that so many have turned away from the gospel so many have turned away from God so many deny him so many people uh, it's just the wickedness uh, that we see and it is heart-wrenching because I thought you know I wish there was some way I could reach this family I wish there was some way I could talk to these parents some way I could reach this child and explain to them the love of Jesus Christ and as yet, Christianity is looked at with so much negativity, and uh, uh, it, it, it broke my heart. It really did. It's, it's been on my mind all night long. And, you know, I cannot prove uh, the existence of God. Uh, we have to come to God through faith. That's why we read uh, this verse this morning uh, in Hebrews eleven six. that, uh, but without faith is it possible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And uh, faith only comes from God. It's not something we conjure up on our own or something that we, we can do. It only comes through God that we have faith that he exists. And uh, even though I cannot physically uh, give you uh, the ability to prove that there's a God, and I think God does that so that you have to come to him through a certain amount of faith. Just like doubting Thomas wanted to feel the scars in his hand and side. And Jesus said, blessed are those who have not believed, uh, have not seen and yet believed. And, you know, to me, uh, the fact that Jesus Christ come to this earth and uh, died and rose again proves that there's a God because uh, Jesus Christ was fully man, but he's fully God as well. And he over 500 witnesses saw him at the resurrection. Secular writers wrote about Jesus Christ, even talked about his great magic because they couldn't understand the miracles he was performing. To me, that if there was nothing else, to me, that, that proves the existence of God. But, you know, people, you know, they, they have more faith in science than they do in uh, Christianity than they do in God. And, you know, you have the arguments that uh, you have the uh, ontological, that uh, there's more proof of an existence of God, that, you know, the, 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 to believe that there is no existence, it proves more that there is an existence of God. Uh, you have the uh, teleological, uh, that, um, you know, that just the simple fact that uh, if the sun was just 
some just a few inches closer or millimeters closer then we would burn up or a little bit further away we'd be too cold i mean just the fact the way everything is is set up uh that we we understand the cosmological talking about uh, uh the the heavens and the earth and, and how everything comes together the moral argument alone that everybody universally believes and knows understands that there's uh killing is wrong murder i mean stealing is wrong all these things uh, that, that you know that morally we know is wrong well, what do we base that on that that basis has to be on god the law of thermodynamics the things wind down and don't wind up i mean there's so many uh, in fact that we know that god exists that uh, we can look at just like i was talking about the teleological and the cosmological we can look around and see that the heavens declare his glory that we can see that that there had to be a creator and we see the skies and the, and the clouds and the fact our, the intricacy of our, our own physical beings that our mind is far greater than the best computer in the world uh the um the fact even the sales design uh it has to show that there had to be a designer uh to believe there is no god whatsoever is to me complete lunacy because even if you don't believe in the God of the Bible, you have to believe that there, there had to be a creator. You cannot look at the intricacies of our bodies alone, the world, the way things come together, that there was no uh, intervention of a higher being. And if there's a higher being, then there, there has to be a supreme God. Uh, the fact that there's all so many religions that we are born with, a, with an ability to want to worship something proves that God created us to worship him. And, you know, I could go on and on and on uh, about these certain things that... Um, in regards to uh, that there is a God. In fact, a great book that I recommend that you all read is I Don't Have Enough Faith to Be an Atheist by Frank Turek, and a uh, very good book. In fact, we even showed uh, a video uh, of uh, him teaching on this book at the church, and um, highly recommend it. Uh, but see, that's just it. If people admit to there's a God, then they are brought under immediate conviction. Uh, then they have to take a hard look at themselves. Then they realize they have to make a decision. They either to accept God or reject God. They don't want that. If they say that there's no God, they can live however they want to without any uh, consequences, without any uh, uh, feeling of guilt. They can live however they want to. And so uh, that's just it. You know, uh, it's sad. It is very sad to see that there's so many people out there who want to deny God. In fact, there's people out there uh, say that to believe in God is no different than believing in the great spaghetti monster, which come about from a professor who tried to say that there's no, uh, that a supreme being can be as much as a spaghetti monster as there is a God. But we know that the God of the Bible is true and the God of the Bible is real. Like I said, I'm, I didn't, I'm not trying to pick on this person. If you notice, I didn't mention their name. I didn't go into a lot of detail because uh, I don't want to offend this person. I hope they stay on my Facebook because I want to minister to them. I like to show them the way, show them the light, show them Jesus Christ. And that's what we are mandated to do as Christians, to go forth to all nations in preaching the uh, preaching Jesus Christ. And that's something we have to do on social media, wherever we're at, whatever we're doing. No, we can't force people to believe. We can't go up and start beating people over the head with a family Bible. All we can do is witness plant the seed, pray for the individual that God will touch their hearts and mind before it's too late. And, uh, and and that's all we can do. We cannot force anybody to believe. We have to speak the truth in love. Sometimes that's hard to do. Sometimes it's, it's, it's more easy to be angry and aggravated with some of the things that are said and posted. And, and it's hard to control your temper because, I don't know if you're like me, I'm very passionate uh, and have great conviction when it comes to Jesus Christ. And, and uh, to think that he is being mocked uh, or made fun of, that is my God. That is uh, my Lord and Savior king jesus christ and to see them being mocked and, and and talked about in this way in a certain way it just it it, it makes me angry uh you know just as much as somebody's talking about my head my, my i can't talk today my earthly father uh you know it, it had to invoke the same type of emotion 
So I want to pray for this individual and pray for this family that they will come to know Jesus Christ. And, you know, uh, these people also talk about how uh, hell is a fantasy and it's not real and a heaven isn't real. What is there? If there's no heaven or no hell, what, what do we have outside of this world? Do we just cease to exist? Then why even bother to do anything? Why would we even exist if there's nothing else? What, what is the hope for the future? To think this is all there is, the shortest life is, this is it? What a grim outlook that uh, the world would have to be. Uh, you'd be a defeatist if, if that's all there is, but that isn't. We are, again, created to worship and to worship the one and true God of the Bible. And beyond this world, that's why we, we have that hope to look forward to that after this life, there is a life to come. Like I was talking about yesterday, we have that citizenship in heaven. For those of us who are saved, we can't be good enough. We can't buy our way in. It's only accepting Jesus Christ, your personal Lord and Savior, can you enter into the gates of heaven. And if you do not make that choice, there is a very real hell. All right, the eternal torment, uh, hell fire, it is real. And, and that's the greatest lie that the devil ever uh, tried to get people to believe that there is no hell. Hell is real, and it is beyond the most horrible thing you can imagine. It's beyond that. And so you and people say, well, it's not fair that God sent anybody to hell. God's not sending anybody to hell. It is your choice. You accept it or you reject it. It is your choice to accept the free gift of God. And so that is completely upon you, whether you want to take it or not. And, uh, and if you don't accept the free gift, then you will spend an eternity in hell. It don't matter how good you are. It don't matter how many times you enter the doors of a church, how much Christianese you speak. It don't matter how benevolent you are. It doesn't matter how rich or poor you are. It, the only thing that matters is accepting Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior Will you enter into heaven. And for any parent out there, I would think, you know, even if you didn't want to believe that you would want that for your child, I, you know, it just, it kills me. It really does to think that, how, you know, I've actually been to hospitals and asked somebody, do you want to know Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior? The person dying, I remember an individual right now that I went to his room and he was literally dying. And I said, do you want to accept Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior? No. And I'm just like, wow, that just blew my mind. Why would you not want that? And uh, it's a scary thing to see how the God of this world, Satan, has blinded so many eyes. And it, it, no wonder we're seeing such a falling away from the church. So many people don't want to attend church anymore, have anything to do with God anymore. You, you see that. Uh, to me, we are definitely living in the last days. And if you've not made that profession of faith, I urge you, I beg you, I plead with you now to make that profession of faith. We are not promised of tomorrow. We could drop dead just like that. Where is your heart at? Have you truly accepted Christ in your heart? Or are you just playing the game, going through the motions, and people think you are, but you've never really tried, never really prayed and accepted Christ in your heart? There will be a day of judgment. But those of us who are saved will be judged for what we've done after we were saved and how we uh, ministered, witnessed, what, what work we've done for the Lord. And for those who are not saved, they will be judged for every little single thing that they have done, and they will be cast into hell. There's no uh, pleading that's going to get you in. There's no buying your way in. There's no amount of tears that would be shed. If you have not made that profession of faith before then, you will spend eternity in hell. You can laugh. You can mock. You can make fun all you want to. But I assure you, Jesus Christ lived and died and rose again. He died for you to save your life of a very real hell so that we can live eternally. God is real. 
And, uh, you know, the, to me, it just takes a very weak-minded person to say there's no God. I mean, like I said, I can understand an agnostic. At least they, at least they uh, believe that there's a higher power. You know, there's some hope for this individual. But those who just adamantly deny, there, there's something else going on there. You know, and it killed me with Alex Trebek. We was watching that um, uh, thing, they, the interview they did with him about uh, Jeopardy and his history with the show. And uh, here he's dying of cancer. And uh, he said, yeah, I believe in a higher power over who he or she or whatever it is. And I thought, gee whiz, dude, man, you, you're lost. You don't understand, man, that God sent his son to save Alex Trebek, me, whoever, from a very real hell. And it's sad to see, it's sad to say that there will be very good people in hell. So, uh, you know what? We need to pray uh, for this family. We need to pray for all those who are lost, that God will touch those hearts and minds before it's too late. Jesus Christ is returning, and I believe wholeheartedly it's going to be very, very, very soon. I hope your heart's where it needs to be before it's too late. You know, to me, it's, it's, a, it's kind of a, a mirror of Noah. Here we are trying to proclaim Jesus Christ. Here we're trying to t show people the way, and they're laughing and they're mocking, just like they did Noah. They laughed at him, they mocked him, and made fun of him for many years while he's trying to build the ark. Well, so one day the floods came, the rain came pouring down, and that Jesus, God shut that door, and people screaming and drowning and banging on the doors. It was too late. People are making, mocking, and making fun of us today. One day, Jesus Christ will return, and there will be people who will be screaming and crying, and it will be too late. Don't be too late. Give your life to Jesus today. Let us have a word of prayer. Dear God, forgive us of all of our sins. Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Help us to always be a witness for you, Lord. Help us to speak the truth in love. Help us to never... Uh, miss an opportunity to spread the gospel message. Help us to explain to those uh, out there who are not saved, uh, explain uh, what Christ has done for us and try to lead people to salvation and to understand what that free gift is. Lord, let us live as a mirror image of you and to serve you well. And Lord, if there's anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, be with this family I was uh, reading about last night. Lord, that you will touch their hearts and minds and their child's mind. And uh, Lord, before it's too late, be with those who are not saved. Be with this nation that you'll touch hearts and minds before it's too late. And Lord, be with our parents, teachers, bus drivers, children. And uh, Lord, let them get schooling back safely without any problems or complications. Be with all those who are deployed. Uh, Lord, that you will bring safety upon them, peace on their family. Pray to be with our police officers, and Lord, just uh, let them know they are loved, needed, and appreciated. Be with all those who are battling flus, pneumonia, uh, stomach viruses, that you bring healing upon them. Be with our president. Give him protection about him and his family. Give him wisdom, knowledge, and discernment. Let him seek you for all things. Lord Jesus, just help us this day, Lord. Lord, uh, help us to get through uh, the walls and the barriers so many people have put up. Let us show Jesus in all things. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I appreciate each one of you all for watching this morning. And again, it's always an honor and a pleasure to do these devotionals. Um, if you uh, would like to come out and visit uh, Sunday morning, 9 and 1045, uh, we'll be at 118 Julie Lane. And we're going to dive into God's Word and talk about uh, the uh, what the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. There's power in the blood, just like an old song. That's what we're my sermon topic or uh, will be on and uh, talking about the sanctity of life as well. And at six o'clock, we'll be showing the movie Unplanned. And uh, whether you attend our church or not, come out, watch this movie. I think it's something every teenager needs to watch, adults need to watch. 
free. It'll cost you a thing. Come on out and join us. We'd love to have you. If uh, you're not, if you have friends or family you think would like to see these morning devotions, they can add me on Facebook at Dr. Young 77. If they don't do social media, they can find me on YouTube at Dr. Matthias Young, and or uh, if you just uh, go to Apple iTunes, the Doc Young Chronicles, uh, you can listen to these devotions, sermons. Uh, there's no video. It's audio only. And so while you're working or whatever it is you're going out throughout today, you can turn that on and listen. And maybe the Lord will minister to you through those messages. So hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day, a blessed weekend. And remember, live each day as if it were your last because one day it will be. Thanks for watching.